friends, day six, bars closed. So the scenery is a little different, just so everybody seems to love me and decided to make my podcast hardware fail, I think, because it was too cold. It always took a lot of wiggling, as I explained earlier, and I went through surgical wiggling tonight before starting, and uh, it slowed me down. I think I had too much to say. <laughs> so the podcast looked like it was dead, and I thought, wow, right out of the gates, every night commitment. I'm trying to imagine how I'm going to explain episodes six and seven together because I was running in town to get hardware, whatever. Anyway, I just let it go and said, well, I guess you need a day off or something and you're just going to have to explain that and that's just what's going to happen. And so I went downstairs and it's late here. It's I made it just in time. I think it's just turned 12 a.m. Just turned 12 a.m. So I'm on the air. I made today, guys. I made it. So I sat down, put a movie on and, and uh, just hanging out and all of a sudden it just dawned on me like what if it's just too cold up there you know and i'm thinking it's tascam hardware and it shouldn't require jiggling because it turns itself off permanently from usb drive and tascam hardware just trying to plug for you guys right now and thinking it withstand weather that i can withstand at least but apparently not so i jumped up and ran upstairs and brought it down put it by the fire grabbed all the accessories to it and I'm now sitting in my favorite room and we've moved from the wood perch upstairs to the stone room which is where I do most of my pondering and anything so now I feel totally blessed and uh I'm so sitting by the fire and, you know it's like I couldn't have asked for anything more I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier I was awfully ambitious trying to keep it going up there I don't even know if I was committed to keeping it going up there but I certainly started it there so I'm glad I did that's our space my trusty dog Tahoe is sitting here wrestling around with his favorite toy, which is his pillow bed that he loves to rip up. It's just he wants to tear it to shreds. So he's doing that. And, you know, obviously in times like these, there's all kinds of thoughts that you can come to the microphone with. I hope to kind of keep them some sync because our time is short together. So today, really, what landed on me the most was consistency. And that that's what you inherit most, you know, or what I'm inheriting most when and seeing around me and seeing in myself and seeing in my flashbacks and seeing in my flash forwards that consistency is one of the inheritance of sobriety. And I think when I heard it, you know, I, a lot of this stuff I'm sure I'm just going to keep unfolding and it just seems like duh moments. But for me, it's all new. And I think I asked myself that too because I'm like, why is this a duh moment? I mean, this is what are you thinking? And the reality is, I think I thought consistency was dull. I think that I was petrified of consistency, to be honest. That I thought that people who were too much in the same range all the time and consistent, you know, somehow reflected to me a life less lived. And so I think that that's one of the reasons why I rebelled against consistency. And I actually thought to myself, like, you know, where the rebel go back to it. And I've, you know, played around with that conversation before. But, you know, I grew up with a James Dean Boulevard of Broken Dreams big, huge poster on my wall, the biggest poster you can get, and got it foam-mounted, expensive foam-mounted at the mall, and was just so proud of it, and took it with me until it was just, un you couldn't even visualize it anymore, it was just torn apart, but or beat up, but anyway, obviously that was kind of like my patriarch, and so somehow, you know, having those range of emotions, and joy, and passion, and pain, and, and, and you know, all of it just seemed right up my alley, or at least I adopted and inherited that as one of my own and admired other people, you know, the Gandhis or John Lennon's other, you know, I don't know, I'm going to name off names, but admired people who kind of had a higher form of it. But 
Yeah. So, and I, you know, remember saying this to another person, no, I don't want to stop drinking because I don't want to lose my life. I don't want to lose my passion. I don't want to lose, in a lot of ways, I was kind of judging and saying, I don't want to look like them. If stopping drinking makes me look like them, then fuck it. I'm not going to do it. So that was a real realization. But then, you know, like I got gone through a moment where I bumped into a guy in town that I might be on my day drinker, like I said, but like, you know, I was imagining all the people I bumped into and the particular people that I bumped into and the kind of conversations I was having with them and the, I guess maybe the added humility and less personality that I was able to portray both maybe being, you know, in all sobriety for days and so a different kind of sober because you didn't drink the night before. So even though you're sober today and you slept it off and doing your due diligence in life, but there's still, you know, whatever's there, right? And so now days in, I'm feeling like, you know, all my conversations are very centered and very present and more present for sure, feeling that. And then I realized like, well, if I bump with them again and again and again, and now it's at a wine tasting at the, you know, whatever, and I've got a little too many drinks on, there, that guy isn't consistent with the guy that was, you know, out on the street. And that's the first one I can see in myself. And then the flash forward comes together. And I'm like, damn, do I like that now or not? And the reality is I don't like that now. I, I mean, it's, it's okay to, you know, have a soiree, you know, don't get me wrong for me, but now I don't like that I can choose whenever I want to drink. And whenever and however I do that, no matter who's around, I can be me un unapologetically and then therefore be less present to the consistent person that is interacting with all these other people. That hit me. Uh, that, that really hit me. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting on that one and I think our time's up. More to talk about, but I'll see you tomorrow.